Hello and welcome to the 132nd episode of the Loud and Proud podcast. There's a couple of hundred more on the Patreon podcast, but tonight it's free. It's the Sunday night podcast. It's the 5th Sunday of January. And before I continue any further, just want to say we did it. Give ourselves a big pat on the back. We made it through January. January is a tough month at the best of times. Um, but this year in 2021 it was no different we had to, but we still had to play on and we did that we're still here we're still listening we're still keen to find out what's happening across Loud across Loud GA football hall and camogie and ladies football and yeah we did it it was tough it doubled January as my good friend Sean Gilson dubbed it and it, de- it certainly felt like that um, tomorrow St Bridget's Day that's a good omen it's a good emblem um, St Bridget's obviously Loud's patron saint it's the cross on our crest on our on our cross our heart on our jersey so actually I might find out more about that and maybe have someone on to chat about that or how um, the crest came about on the Loud jersey or something like that yeah maybe yeah that's just an idea that just has sparked into my head but yeah so well done for doing it we, we, we stuck at it and, and uh, it was a good month in terms of uh, content and news there's tons happening out there in Loud um, across the nation and uh, tonight is no different ton happening um, I, I, kind of, I kind of dubbed it last week that there's a new segment um, National Retirement Local Link and this week um, big Clare midfielder really really good player Gary Brennan he stepped away he kind of half stepped away last year but with the re-jig season he decided to stay on but this year he's definitely hanging up the boots and as a loud man, we won't be sad to see Gary Brennan go because he was some midfielder for Clare in the middle of the field, um, powerhouse. Similar to similar vein to Paddy Keenan. Was kind of a trailblazer getting in the Ireland squad and performing quite well for Ireland. Getting all-star nominations. Paddy just probably nudges ahead of him. Paddy got his all-star. And uh, Gary Brennan did, did, good, did some good clashes down the years, even the two boys, even at... Um, would it be Interpro's level yeah something like that but definitely um, just looking up and reading about Gary Brennan during the week he was uh, his first kind of squad or his first introduction to um, Clare Football was against Laird in the Tommy Murphy Cup very very way way back 2006 we, the year we won the Tommy Murphy Cup A McEnany still in charge that, that year who did Laird play in the first round in Cusick Park but Clare, we took care of business there and kind of steamrolled and momentum built from that point forward to win the Tommy Murphy Cup. And that was a good win when you think of a national competition. And it, it was probably very, probably too strong for that competition. We were very well equipped for it and approved it on the, on the day. But that was Gary Brennan, that was his link back to Loud. And he's probably, yeah, the last time he played Loud was down in Cusick Park again in Pete McGrath's year. And we went down to Cusie uh, Park and we got hammered. Hammered that day as well. They got a really early goal. And yeah, kind of all pummeled us from that point on. But I do remember him playing in draw that in uh, Colin Kelly's reign. And I, and I, remember, and I remember him in the middle of the field. I don't know where Paddy Keenan was. Maybe he was. Yeah, I'm not sure if Kelly was manager. Keenan was gone. But Bevan Duffy did a great man marking job on him that day in draw and we got the win. Uh, but I remember him, even in that, that was probably my first kind of 
uh, close up view of Gary Brennan and he's just his driving long stride he wants to take off the solar run he'd power through the middle and he blast the ball not overly finessed like he, but he powered the ball over the bar or under the crossbar and um, with with severe power um, but yeah that was Gary Brennan so yeah as usual not really sad to see him go as a loud fan um, but overall as a GA fan and a GA man it'd be to see one of the the minnows or the lower um, the weaker counties well, they're not weaker now. They've been a solid Division Two side this past few seasons. They got relegated last year, but um, yeah, but good player, really good style, really good Ireland player as well in, in the compromise rules. Now, from an old, say, from a new segment to an old segment, and this is the the one and only. You know, from the team tune, they're going to play right now. Holy moly! Managerial medical round of mayhem. Yeah, Holy moly! Managerial medical round of mayhem. Yes, it's the managerial merry-go-round. Holy moly! Yes, they're still managers being appointed. And during the week, there was one big senior club appointment. It was the last of the the final twelve senior clubs have to be appointed, and the last one was the Geraldines. They have made their their uh, they've made their pick, I suppose you'd call it. They have a new management structure in. Um, Eamon Dawn and Eamon McEnany are, are no longer over the over the Geraldines, and it's probably the first time in a long time that they've gone out out of house or gone for an outside manager, and they looked to have a very very uh, good. Uh, think tank over them now this year. Look, I suppose the last team, the last outside manager that I can think of was over them was Pella Gallagher and Cooley Man. I know they did a Wayne Callan over them, but kind of technically inside, kind of. I know he's player with the man, he's with his son, would have played for the Geraldines. But um, yeah, no, new outside manager management team has come in. Uh, manager Anthony Cunningham, not the Galway or the, the Roscommon football hurling manager. Um, from Cross Midland as a player and as coach alongside him is Michal McGill, former down player, um, All Ireland winner, um, very good footballer, All Star as well. I think um, stand corrected on that, but um, yeah. So they're coming in. It's um, it's kind of the way things are working out now. You have a kind of manager and a, and a coach. That seems to be the dynamic across the board, and you see it here in, in different management teams. I have the list of the managerial merry go round in front of me. And um, yeah, they looked to get um, the Geraldines back. They were, they were, uh, didn't reach the highest stakes to, as they did the year the previously when they went to the semi final against the Martins. But they were bet by a good RD side um, in the quarterfinals of the championship this year. And yeah, so it's up to those two boys to get them moving. Um, from hearing reports from them that they're fairly solid. Cunningham was former, he, he shows that leadership qualities. He was former um, Cross Midland captain. I, I kind of remember him in that All-Ireland win again, the field, a big big midfielder, dirty left foot on him. Um, and he, the, him himself and McGill have managed in the past, they managed White, uh, White Cross in Armagh recently. Uh, two or three seasons, I think they were over him. and uh, worked quite well. Um, McGill does the, the kind of coaching and Cunningham does the organisation and, and the managerial stuff um, I actually sat behind uh, Michal McGill in the um, oh Solstice final a couple of years ago um, the, do I remember the 94 team the down 94 team at half time 25 years on uh, very slick um, individual um, 
the the two either son playing for Bourne now at the moment. I think the two boys have sons playing for the Bourne. I think that's where they nearly came together with Bourne underage um, setups, uh, managing the successful kind of minor teams that they have done or through the fail and all that. Very strong underage in the Bourne in County Down. But um, yeah, maybe we'll have the lads on, have a chat with them. But that's that's the latest on that uh, managerial. There is a couple of that's nearly all the teams um, picked. So best of luck to two boys, actually, before I continue any further. Um, be interested to see how they get on. Can they get another kick out of the Geraldines in this season? Um, still loads of potential there. Um, but yeah, all the uh, all the senior teams have been selected. All the intermediate teams have a management team in place. And there's just a couple unconfirmed, undecided in junior. And I, I, when I get them updated, I, I will... Let you all know, but yeah, you know, so that that's it. Still going on, still ticking away. Um, like I said, there'll be um, supposed to be transfer talk, big, big transfer talk, and that'll probably push to February's um, Patreon podcast. Um, there's intercounty transfers ones as well. I'm kind of working away on a pod on that. Um, um, but yeah, that'll be that'll be for next month. But yeah, that's it. That's the latest on the managerial merry-go-round. Holy moly! Managerial merry-go-round of mayhem. Yeah, goodbye. Yeah. Holy moly! Managerial merry-go-round of mayhem. Yeah, goodbye. Yeah. Managerial merry-go-round of mayhem. Holy moly! Yeah, I suppose you, I, I, I put a question out onto Twitter. On to Facebook, on Instagram, no, not Facebook, about um, what do you miss? Because I was talking to, I was talking to a lad, uh, and he local uh, uh, player, player for the Sean, used to play for the Seans, and he was on about, oh, I, I, he's long time since finished, and he says, oh, jeez, I missed the fucking January laps, and I says, Jesus, yeah, you must be mad, like it, it's just the way the way things are going now, and. It's just got me thinking, like the things you miss about football and and live football and what happened. And it kind of, it kind of spurred me into a kind of a a, a trail, a trail or a, um, a thread of thought onto what I miss most about football. And just you're jotting a couple of things down and what have you. And I suppose, I suppose I I, I won't. There's too much to get into at club level. What you miss at club level, but. Uh, the the day that's in it, this is the the thirty twenty first of January, the last weekend, last Sunday in January, and it's usually the opening round of the National Football League. Uh, I'm not getting into that again because they're here and it's been pushed back to end of March, but uh, that that's for another podcast and another day. God knows when it'll be played. Or I actually think we won't be played. You probably know that from listening to the podcast. But um, just a couple of things that sport in my mind. Um, say the best way to kind of frame this is before getting into it. Um, what I miss about football, and I suppose what I miss most this weekend, and I'm gonna what I miss most, or what I would miss most, would be a home game in Drada, in the Gaelic grounds, which will be happening at this time. Uh, rather than I could say an away game or I could say a game in Dowdles Hill or I could say a game in Darver. But a loud game in the Gaelic grounds has been kind of the norm this past couple of years. And um, yeah, I suppose, yeah, so what I miss most about the National Football League is is doing the podcast beforehand. 
is the anticipation, is kind of scheming and looking at what teams we're going to face, who we're going to play, interviewing player teams and players about the game, opposing players and all that, and seeing what they think it, their chances are going into the game. It's just that that whole week of thinking of the game and thinking about the, the start of the league and how we're going to get on and how we're going to do, um, and then a day that's in it, like say today on a Sunday. What I miss the most is waking up on a Sunday morning and thinking about the game. Thinking, knowing what time the game's on. The game's on at 2 o'clock in draw the right hole. You're plotting your, you're plotting your day from the moment you wake up. What time you're going to leave the house at. What do you need to bring? What do you have to... Who do you have to bring with you? Or what, what, what time do you have to be there for? Um, how are we going to get on today? All that kind of bubbles up inside you without saying a word. Then you get the dinner in and then you, I miss that kind of getting the dinner in and then having something to look forward to. Jesus, I imagine, I just, you miss having that something to look forward to that's not, that's not happening. Then I miss getting into the car, driving out to the game, know you're going to the game, listening to the RTE sport that's on, maybe to preview the loud game, get a little bit of an insight before they go or maybe it's it's um, LMFM, the local radio, as, as you're driving. And maybe it's just music. You don't want to listen to any more or think of any more about the game before you get in. Then I'm getting into the... I'm parking up and draw the... I miss parking up and draw the... I miss getting my stuff out, locking locking the car, walking across the um, the car park beside the, the four garage there. I miss, say, if I'm there early enough... The, the players that are coming in along with me, loud players coming in, they park sometimes there and then walk in with them and see how the crack, what's the crack with them, how they're feeling, are they fit, are they ready for the game. I miss talking to the fans, I miss talking to the Rahleys Ultras, um, Robin McKenna or Peter Moore as you walk into the, into the, in through the gates of the Rahleys by the billboard. I miss then winding Aiden Beryl up that this is the year the Jocks are going to win the championship. Jeez, I don't know what I'm going to say to him now since they won the championship um, last season. I miss then, just as I go about to go into the gate, um, Christy from the O'Connells telling them again that, no, I'm, I'm, I'm working here today, I don't have a ticket or what have you. I miss seeing Aidan Halpin, club mate, and our conversations could range from talking or scaling or, or going to talk about Muhammad Ali, anything, you never know what you're going to get with Aidan, but it's always great crack and, just leaves you thinking that's what you want your mind thinking then there's young programme sellers there you see the banks and you're just getting to the anticipation of coming around the corner to seeing the pitch I miss that I miss just coming in miss having the crack and I miss meeting randomers I miss the opposing team's bus there and being envious of it I miss say sometimes walking in with their with their team and their squad and having a look at them eyeing them up and seeing Jesus he's a big lad or there's a good footballer or I recognise him or who is that face or who's the manager over them this year Jesus they have some squad with them there's some backroom staff then I miss Adrian Conlon from the brew crew just at the corner getting the load down Uncle Curly and what's happening and seeing as you have a, a nice coffee there for, for me and then you miss the, just the torn of the bank in the in draw the, um, looking up at the wet grass and usually wet grass it's, it usually is on a on a first opener of the league um, then you kind of you, you kind of stand there, and it depends on the time. And I, I miss watching the uh, the opposing team do the warm up in that corner. You miss the kind of seeing, oh right, yeah, they're doing this, right, that's what they do, or who's doing, who's the coach over them this year? Uh, does the manager is he hands on? Is he is he uh, 
is he stepping away is he barking at them is he pulling lad to one side who's injured who's pulling up I miss seeing the uh, the flags fluttering in the corner there and I miss remembering old faces used to lie across the bank there then you walk across the goals and you're trying I miss dodging maybe getting a ball in the head um, keeping your eye out for the lads shooting and having the, the last few shots before they usually get in after the warm up I miss walking around the corner from the keeping the head down from the blues corner they're usually all up there on that left hand side uh, but sometimes I keep my eye up and I keep my eye out and hope to make contact with Desi Murray and maybe he call me up or maybe I'll, I'll, I'll call him down with me halfway and we get the crack and see how he is and what's the crack with the with the with the blues and how they're going and then you're going round the corner and you're walking up along the side of the pitch and you're still keeping an eye on it and usually by this stage the loud players come out usually it's the free takers or it's the goalies getting warmed up barely and they're still in their tracksuit and they're still in their gear and you, you, they're just underneath the scoreboard I miss the scoreboard in, in the Gaelic grounds and draw that and you get to see who's lively who's on it and who's out early and who's up for it and who's striking the ball well then you come in and you miss the kind of you miss coming in and you, you, this, this the kind of you miss the that's the closest you get to the pitch. Then it's just when you when you walk into uh, on the turn of the stand, seeing is a heavy today. Is it perfectly manicured by Craig McIntyre? Does it need a bit more of a cut? Does it is it cutting up? Um, is 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 the rain sitting on it? Is it moving quite well? And then you come round the corner and you see the the gaggle of the 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 Monster Boys ladies who are always there. Rain, hail or shine, they're there supporting loud. And then you see what what I notice to see and I, what I miss is it's the it's the away supporters that are usually there. They're not really like diehard. Well, they are diehards, but they're usually the family of the player that's playing or the siblings of the player that's playing and they're supportive but you can see in their faces that their eyes are looking across and their their minds elsewhere they're thinking and they're anxious about their their son that's out playing on on the on the the field and representing their county I miss that I miss seeing that I miss walking up and then kind of getting slagged off by Noel Smith for for going across the line and wanting to go out on the pitch and then Benny Markey always has a, a cranky word to say but you're taking a good gesture and you have the crack then you get the programme up either off Bob or, or um, <coughs> uh, Rusty Bourne get, and you, you kind of walk up to the steps and you, as you get higher you get a nice viewpoint of the of the pitch um, I miss that I miss walking up I miss coming up the first person you usually meet is Colin Corrigan um Setting up, miss quiet ward with Colm, see how he's getting on, see what he what his thoughts on the game is going to be, miss who's going to have alongside him, asking him who's there or who's coming along today or who's who's covering the mead game or how's the other games going. I miss that crack and he is his own little kind of part of the press box. I miss slagging off Kevin Riley for for um, for him being there before him if, or even if he is there before me, I give out to him. Anyway. Um, and then you kind of I miss say the the opposing journalists or reporters because they they give you the best insight they tell you who's a bollocks and who's not or who's going well for the other team or what to think of the manager or who should be in the team or who's injured and who's probably not going to start I miss then um, looking out and seeing the full warm ups and seeing the teams come in and seeing who the referee is flicking through the programme getting me stuff out I miss getting me stuff out and getting ready and having scrambling for a pen at the bottom of the bag um, and then you kind of I miss then if there's a big kind of if it's a big game or it's a big opener 
you miss the kind of RT analysts who's there, the RT pundit or the commentator, whoever's there, whoever gets the big line-up and the big gig, and filling them in and hopefully try and fill them in as best you can on layered. So I miss that. Um, I suppose then it's just that buzz you miss before the game. The, games, the team is warmed up. They get a bit of a, a shout from the crowd. I miss seeing the, the families of the players walking in, walking under the stand, or the siblings, or the girlfriends, or the wives. miss the ex-players. And then I miss looking across to the across the far side of the field, top of the bank, seeing the, the Cullen supporters there, noticeable in their red and black attire. And then you're, uh, you're still... Counting down, I miss counting down the clock, right, we're nearly there, we have five minutes to go, and I miss Mark Bourne, the PRO, coming up the steps and saying, these are the team changes, who's missing, who's out, who's not going to make the match, they miss scribbling on the, the programme, number 26 is going to be replaced, it won't be such and such, um, and then I miss the opposing PRO coming up and giving the change, and seeing someone shout, can you give me them changes, so you ask about the changes, and so I miss all that, miss all that camaraderie, and just as the game's about to throw in, I missed slagging John Savage, who, ju- who always makes it just on time and getting a seat and just making the game. Missed the odd appearance or the occasional appearance of Joe Ca- Joe Carroll from the Democrat as well, if he, if he comes in. And so it was loads of advice from the two boys. Um, yeah, but I, lo- I missed that kind of... Just a crack, just that sort of crack. And then... I missed the throw-in. I missed the look and scanning with the rise. What way is Loud playing? What is the wind like? What is the factor going to be in the game? What way are we lining out? What way is the manager looking down? What's the body language? Who didn't make the panel? I missed seeing the the formation, what we're playing. I missed the um, the big lineups, the big matchups. Who's on who? Who's marking who? Who's picking up him? Or why is he playing there? What? Oh, that's a great move, him playing there. And then I miss then the kind of you 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 settle into the game yourself. You're watching and you're you're taking notes and you're seeing who's going well. I miss the early score, the early wide, the settler, the um, the big moment in the game, the first big kind of talking point. I miss the wonderful pass. I miss a loud goal. I just Jesus. I miss the build up and the kind of it's going to be a goal. It's going to be a goal. And I miss the cheering for it afterwards. I miss then. The uh, scribbling down who got that point and who was that who get, who who kicked that score what's his name or who's the Clare man or who's the the Armagh man or who, who's the Sligo fella who what player is he or I miss um, I miss kind of getting taken down the scores and see who's going well and then I miss the halftime whistle because the halftime whistle you kind of get a breather and you kind of settle in right yeah I'm in a game here I can I can do a report on this game or can see what's happening I can analyse or see see where the game is going or commentate on what way the game is going I miss the players coming in the two kind of gates going across the uh, underneath the stand and the two teams coming in I miss seeing um, the manager coming in at the end I miss seeing the, the lads getting warmed up I miss going down for a cup of tea at half time in the bunker underneath the, the stand in Drada I don't even drink tea but I usually just go down to have a chat with Paul Callan because usually he puts a smile on your face he's a big smile himself um, <clears throat> and I miss going back up then getting ready for the second half and seeing asking around right who's are, are we going to win is Lowe going to win are we going to do the business um, I just missed that buzz and then missed the second half I missed the wonderful point and the, the incisive pass I missed the intelligent footballer 
I miss the dirty cornerback. I miss the good forward who gives as good as he takes. He throws a sharp elbow. I miss the forward going at his man. I miss the attacker picking up the ball in loose space. Or the midfielder doing the high catcher. I miss the... I miss the kind of crowd ooing and on, or I miss the bias crowd as well. I miss the eager that shouts and roars and gives out stink, or it can be heard among everyone else giving abuse. I get to, there's always a comedian out there as well. I miss the changes, the, the switches, the substitutions. I miss the board going up. I miss the, the Fogra announcement, team change on the loud team coming on. I miss the national anthem. I never mentioned that at the start. I miss all of that, I miss the buzz and I miss the kind of game coming to a crescendo at the end and panic and see whether they have everything covered, have all the right scores. Is Loud going to win? That's the main thing. If Loud win, I'm in better form doing all my work after the game. Um, I just miss Loud winning, seeing Loud win or miss Loud losing. I miss Loud drawing, I miss analysing the game. I miss then kind of firing off the the work and doing it, and I miss walking down after the game and getting into the bunker and huddling around the the, the manager. I miss kind of nodding at the manager's good reply. I miss nodding in agreement. I miss throwing my eyes up into heaven when he's waffling on or talking shite. I miss the uh, I miss the jealousy of someone asking a great question and wishing you asked that question as well afterwards. I miss picking out a player after the game and hopefully he'd be kind enough to come over and speak a few words. I miss going over to the opposing manager. Sometimes I have to go over. I miss that, getting the inside off him. And maybe sometimes it's like a really good manager, a high-profile player like, oh, like Kieran McGinney or Paul Taylor or someone like that you'd always want to meet. Maybe it's just a, a hero or a really long-term manager, a big status person in the, in the world of Gaelic games, like, say, John Mohan, for example, or Jim Gavin or... Someone like that. Um, you miss that. You miss all that buzz and you miss kind of... You miss walking out and saying goodbye. That's what you kind of miss the most. Saying goodbye to the journalists and the other reporters and the radio men and saying goodbye, see you next week or where are you next week or all right, we're home this week or where does that leave you now on the table or how how's things going or how will these get on. I miss the off-the-record stuff from the players and the managers who tell you how things are going, where the game was really lost and won. I miss then I, I usually I walk across the field because I miss that you kind of feel the game is still still alive on the pitch the ghost of the game is still alive you can still see where the moments happened you kind of miss and it kind of it kind of echoes out from the ground I miss looking at the scoreboard to see if it's still there this, the final result um, and then I miss walking out walking home out to the car getting into the car closing the Closing the door of the car, thinking about the game in the head, thinking about the podcast I'm going to do that night when I go home. And then before I formulate all my thoughts, you kind of, you ring home, see everything, everything is at home. Then you ring the father. And then you get the lowdown and the game from him. See what he taught of the game. See, was he at the game? Was he going to the game? Was he listening to the radio? Was he watching the telly? How's the other, how's the other games going? Who's winning there? Or how did they get on? And get the run down there and then you drive home listen to a bit of music get the head clear home in a couple of minutes then you're uh, in the door in the back door saying hello to everyone all the kids and the whole lot I miss all that and then I miss settling down in the evening then recording the podcast and formulating and kind of thinking out with scraps of paper all over me and sitting down to record the talking points the, the flow of the game the report of the game 
because that's that's what I miss the most. And Jesus, it, it doesn't really matter if now with loud winning or losing. It's just you miss it all. You miss the you miss kind of meeting people and the whole lot. Jesus, if you did a contact tracing on that, this is about there's a hundred odd people named there that you're talking to and you're you're meeting and there's more there I haven't even mentioned. But I miss all that, and uh, that just that just rings home with the first game of the league and. Yeah, that's what I miss. So yeah, there's a lot of things there that to miss, and that that's what you miss as a loud fan or a loud supporter. So yeah, that's just a little indication of what's going on on the in loud and proud in my head at the moment and what I miss. And I'm I'm sure I'm not the only one that misses the football and misses the crack and misses the connection. But um, yeah, it is definitely uh, what I miss. So that's it, that's it for this week. We got into Tommy Dornan during the week as well. We talked about that big transfer. Um, loads there. Big month actually um, that went on with Anya Breen, AB Nutrition. We talked to Keith Arnold and Sean Kilroy from SKF Fitness, uh, Sean Kilroy Fitness. We had Pierce Oak. We talked about their demise with Jer Smith. But um, yeah, really big week. Really big month on the podcast. More to come this month. The transfers will really be playing out. We'll probably get a chat with a loud player and see how they're getting on. Um, Glory days as well. Just be tidied up and finished and we should have that launched. Um, But yeah, that was the Loud and Proud podcast. Keep going. Stay strong. Another month, we'll we'll have loads more out there. We'll keep you connected as best we can. Um, Yeah, that's it. Mind yourself. And if you can, mind mind someone else too. But uh, that was the Loud and Proud podcast. Do get in touch. On all the social and Instagram, Twitter and Facebook on Loud and Proud, you get me there. Good luck. I will talk to you during the week. And if not, if you haven't signed up to patreon.com forward slash Loud and Proud, I will chat to you as usual next Sunday night. Good luck. Sing it loud, sing it proud.